The Sci-Fi Film Podcast is a Thrave Productions podcast. The Sci-Fi Film Podcast. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Film Podcast. I am Andy Walker and I have a stain on my t-shirt, which is annoying. Um, and I'm here, as usual, with my son, Scott. Hello, Scott. Hello there. Are you all tickety-boo? Well as can be, yes. As well as, as Marcus will be and all that, yeah. Um, I, I guess there are... Hobnobbing, I've got bits of your mouth now. Like eating half a ton of hay. Um so yes, ah, hmm. Now then. This week we are doing something different. Yes. This week we have uh hang on, I've lost count. Four. Four. <laughs> Four short films. Uh, and the, uh, the the over overarching thingy for these short films is that all of them have been created using AI. Now we've talked about AI before, um, and we did review a um, film that the script was written by a computer, yeah. which was somewhat confusing and rather bizarre. Uh so, you know, I was interested to see what these would be like. Um, yes. Okay, so uh, four short films. Uh, the first one of these is called The Grip of Mortal Terror. Um, this is um, on the Artificial Creeps channel on um, YouTube. Uh, now... There aren't very much. In, there isn't very much in the way of casts and synopses and things like that in these for these films as such. Uh, this it just says that it's a video with music narration and visuals generated entirely by AI. Now uh, the synopsis that there is says a woman's AI assistant uh, summons a supernatural entity. Yeah. So. Um, this isn't really a film. It's kind of like an audio book or short story with some illustrations. Yeah. Um, it's more of a it's more of an audio book for a picture book. Yeah, but the, the thing is that neither the, neither the book or the illustrations are that good. No, it's very. Oh, the pictures seem. I don't know. They're very blurred and sort of. Like they've taken almost like you'd see, you'd expect to see for a lot of film, like a lot of the photos that you see of like Sasquatch and 
um, <laughs> yeah. Nessie and all that. They're all just slightly out of focus. I think it's um, supposed to be atmosphere. I don't yeah, know. but like this, it, uh, it's just it's very weird and it seems a bit sort of, I don't know, it's almost they sort of represent what's being spoken about, but yeah. not entirely. No, and it's so emotionless and dull. Yeah. I mean, you've got this basically this horror story, and there's no emotion or emphasis put into any part of it. And the storytelling is awful. It just it did nothing for me at all. No, it's it's it I don't know, it's is one of the problems is the fact that if I think if it had done if it had been told or narrated by a, a human, I think that the emotion could have been put into it. And even the breaks in speech yeah. would have been in the right place, but it this this seemed like a, a continual droll speech. Yeah, I, I mean, I just it just left me completely bored. Mm. By the end of it, I just didn't care. It, it was, yeah. I, I, you know, not interested to be honest. No. Is, I've watched I've watched a few of the ones on on that um, artificial creeps channel, and they're all pretty much the same. Yeah, they're all the same. Not necessarily the same story or the same style of story, but they're all, you know, they're they're just kind of emotionless, dull, dreary sort of. Yeah. Um. So I would recommend giving those a miss completely. That one, um, yeah. The second of our short films is called uh, "The City on Mars." Now, this was made by Mick Mumpies. Mumpits. <laughs> Mumpits. Yes. Mick Mumpits. Uh, it's an AI-generated 3D short film. The synopsis for this says, Are you looking for an out-of-this-world adventure? Look no further than the city on Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I like. I, it's weird. I liked it, but I wouldn't class it. I know it's the sci-fi bit of it, but it did almost seem more like a travel advert, like a yeah. sort of, like a sort of the sort of ones you do, like come to Barbados and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, it was good. Don't be wrong. Like the, the pictures and the imagery, I think, was a lot better than this, and it seemed to flow a lot better for me. But it just again, it's just it was more of a travel. Yeah, well, I can imagine, imagine this being something in, like you know, something happens to a group of people who live on Earth. This advert comes up on the TV, and they all decide to move to this city on Mars, but they can't get away from the trouble that they've left behind on Earth. Yeah, like, I was, I was, just, I was going to say, I do agree with you. I was going to say the same thing. Is I could see this being slotted in as an advert, like as a fit in a film that is like a group of people or someone sees his advert and it and it goes to they go to Mars and that's when like the trouble begins and all like, that it follows them and stuff like that and I could well, see it being used but it's just it does kind of remind me of the adverts that they had on like Back to the Future. You yeah. know the ones up on the big screens that come to life and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean it, it, it looks it looks quite good, but it's no better or worse than any normal, any ordinary kind of travel advert, sort of holiday advert thing. No, um, it's just a it's it kind of not really a film as such. It just it's a kind of like a CGI set piece. 
Yeah, it, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just it's sad. It just it reminds me too much of like travel adverts. Yeah, and like advertisement. And it's very wrong. Until I said it, it's the the flow of it is really good. The imagery is really good, but that's about all I can say for it. But but again, it's also got the problem of having a uh, computer generated voiceover, which doesn't quite sound right and doesn't have the the emotions and things in the right places. No. It is getting, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot better flowing this time. Like the speech is a lot more broken up and you can actually understand it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's very monotone and there's no, um, I don't know what's the word. There's no sort of variance in, in the pitch or frequency and all that. So it's just, it's just droll. Yeah. And it's, it's really bad because I'm saying what he's talking about it could be used in a film. It could be used in a, a feature for an advert for, to start a film off. And I think it could go far. But just that bit, it just as a standalone film for me, I don't think it would work. Is it is another uh, part of another one? It could do. Yeah, yeah, I know. I agree. I, do, I can't see this. I can't see it doing much on its own. Okay, our third short film is called The Safe Zone. This is by Twenty Eight Squared Studios and Moon Ventures. Uh, this was uh, written. Uh, yeah, written and directed by ChatGPT on of OpenAI. Yeah. Um. Now, the it it was not only was it the uh, it it came up with the directions for the uh, cinematography and for all of the actors, as well as having written the script. Yeah. So there are human actors in this in a real life setting. That's the the, the weird thing. Uh, so the cast this is uh, Denise Laurel, Richard Kwan, Angelica Ong, and Aaron Kemmer. Uh, there isn't a synopsis for this. Um, I found the idea of this quite scary because the removal of all of the human in input into the film. Uh, I was well, worried. I was worried about it, it, whether or not it would mean that they'd be able to just sort of like put a bunch of human actors into a room and the computer would just do everything else. Yeah, it's just the thing is the fact that is it's that yeah, as a film is actually what the film is based on as well. It's the whole everyone relying more on AI about yeah. everything and the fact that like he, he even uses it to close the curtains and we use it as down. A lot of people use it for for looking things up now and everything's all computerized and the fact that they it's an ai that's written or that's made this this film up about the fact that and i basically ai have taken over yeah it's slightly scary but it's just yeah. it's one of them things it's just the fact that it's i think it's it's a good film but it just gets to the point it gets to the point we saw sort of, that's the way that i think we are gonna go it's not taken over but everything is relied on by ai yeah no i get i get that i mean my thing about this as a film is that i watched it even for by the time before i got even halfway through i realized that the, the lack of human input was the problem because it, it it leaves it again emotionless and flat there's no empathy in the words they're saying even though they're trying to put humanity into it the way they're saying it 
because yeah. it's human, there's no empathy. There's no. Some of it doesn't even make a great deal of sense. No, it's it's again. It's the problem. It's the fact that it's just all. It throws the words together to make it fit to the algorithm that it's used. It's yeah. just. I think it's there is a bit in it that I. <sighs> I don't know, I looked at it and I thought that is a bit of a human emo- human thing is the fact that the automatic reaction of there's a group of people that are family, friends, whatever, that have been with each other for a long time, to then find out that there is a survival but only one can go and how quickly that then that all the family ties, all the bonds and all that break down quickly. Yeah. No, no, um, I, I, I do I, think... I, the, I do think there's a couple of joke bits in it, like the end with what happens with Elon Musk meant to be buying this safe zone and charge it. And it's just very sort of, I don't know, just bits that were added that, I don't know, just seemed a bit pointless to me. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, it did end up just again, just to me, it was just it was a collection of words spoken by human actors, but with no real feeling no. of humanity to it. It was just kind of like, no. It was like people just reciting things without having any kind of like... Yeah, it's, it's almost like like you would do if you're learning the script for the first time. You you, you, you just say the words. You don't put the emotion and stuff like that. And yeah. the problem is that that's just the way it stayed the whole, the whole way through it. And it's just... I think that there's something wrong. There's certain things probably in the world that AI or machinery could be used for. But to have a film... In my opinion, to have a film, it needs that human input. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Okay. Uh, last film is called uh, The Last Stand. And this is by Hashem Al Ghali. Hashem Al Ghali. It's uh, AI generated script, voices, and concept art. Now, I actually thought this was the best of the four films because it was very much like apart from another film. You know, it's like a clip from from a film. Um, But it it does come across as being just basically like a CGI effects reel. It is as well. The bit that I found, and I will say this, and as much as... This goes again to the. I don't want to say this because I don't really want to say it because I know it's an odd term. Stupidity of some people. The fact that they had to put a disclaimer on it to say it wasn't real. Yes. To say that this this isn't real. It hasn't happened. Like everyone would forget that. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I, I get the fact that it, it's like with this. It was the CGI and the. Um, the alien effect added to it. But it was just basically all the stuff that's going in uh, on in the politics in the world nowadays with aliens. Yeah. And then the other thing is the fact that there isn't a single thing in any of these films that isn't something I've seen done before somewhere else. And yeah. it isn't something that I haven't seen. You know, this, this last one, it's a story I've seen told so many times. Aliens come here. We think that they're the enemy. We try to kill them. They decide that they they they're not the enemy. They come actually come here to help us, and they decide that we're a waste of space, so they're going to kill us. Yeah, 
I mean, it's the basis of 90% of 1950s and 60s sci-fi. It's the basis of most sci-fi films so, of Aliens. It's the fact that we automatically assume the worst, go with and attack them instead of finding out first. And But again, it's just... I get the fact that there is a lot of stuff that is true nature of the film, and it's a lot. Of, it just seemed a lot of political stuff yeah. that was thrown in your face a lot. Don't be wrong with the whole alien bit is a bit different story, but the whole it just it's the powers of the world arguing with each other because they want to be the best, they want to be the strongest, they want to be the, the powers instead of doing what everyone in humanity should do, which is actually looking out for each other. Yeah, instead of. Basically, again, my guns are bigger than yours, so I'm in charge. It's just like it gives a, it gives a, a crap. Like you're meant to be looking at. There's a lot more other stuff that's more important in this world than who's got the biggest gun. Yes. So it's just, and I get the fact that obviously this is a AI generated thing, and the CGI in it and the effects in it, I I I think were very good, and it was it was really weird to see some of the pictures that. Are probably a real one, whatever. But just with that, how authentic it looked with the bits in the background. Yeah, yeah. With it, but it's I sort of lost interest when they started doing the whole thing with Trump in it. And it's a sort of like that bit wasn't needed. No. I get the fact that, and that's where I just for me it's just got like this is just it is just modern day stuff that's going on with aliens in the background. Yeah, well, I mean the thing about it is the no matter what you do, AI at the moment, is only capable of taking things that have already been done by other people and then rearranging them and doing them in a different way. Yeah. So there's, the other thing is being computer and that sort of thing, it doesn't have real emotion and feelings or an emotional response. You don't give an emotional response to it because it doesn't have the emotion. It's, it's the thing is that a lot of pe- a lot of people out there think that the AI chat or whatever is artificial intelligence chat. It's not. It's an algorithm chat. Yeah. It will follow an algorithm, look at your responses, and give you out something that it deems but, deems but the, the answer. The Doesn't mean thing, it is. The other thing is the fact that it it will base everything it's writing or creating or whatever on things that have already been done by people yeah. somewhere. In the library or in a in the the cloud or something somewhere. Yeah, some draws, idea that is in public domain. It draws from is, all of the all of the stuff that's on the internet and in the cloud. Yeah, everything that's out there that's ever been typed up, thought whatever, saved somewhere is going to look at and go, "This is a good idea." Here's the answer. Yeah, not what most people should, which a lot of human people do which is okay yeah they do a lot of um there are a lot of humans that do oh this is a good idea i'll do it my way but have a unique idea where we've, which we've seen in a lot of these films and a lot of films we've watched this is the thing i think i think the stuff that's shown in these films and in other films i've seen that are done by ai it could be good for like throwaway sort of pulp action sci-fi movies things like that in much the same way that cgi is used now by people who don't have a lot of money so they they kind of put a lot of cgi effects into their their films to bulk it out um and i can see this being used in the same sort of way for those sort of things but the trouble is that you then have them swamping the 
the the time and the airways and all that sort of thing, and it leaves no space for real good filmmaking. And that's the thing is that even with the films that like we've watched, and there's been people that have done <clears throat> variations of other films that we've seen before over the years. Mm. They are still ones that, <clears throat> because of their human input, they've done to it. Because of their their thoughts, their ideas, their just their way of looking at it, yeah. has put their own unique stamp on it. Who's and with it? this, with a lot of AI stuff, it's not. It's it's changing it, but it's not putting a unique stamp on it. It's just rearranging it and traveling it, and giving it's it to not you. Creating anything. New or create. I mean, even if you you look at things like, um, you know, George uh, Romero, having done done his the, the like that he did, nobody had done that those zombies in that way before. Nobody had done that sort of thing. And every time he did a film, they came up with something new, and it was done by him and the people who were making the film as they were making it. Yeah. And I can't see AI ever being able to do that. I can't see it ever being able to have an original thought that it would suddenly go, hang on a minute, if we did this, it would look much better. Yeah. Oh, well, it's the thing is that we, we, we go back to what we talked about last, the other week when we did The Night of the Living, the Night of the Living Dead. The two variations we watched, we watched of that, the fact that we have said on, on the episode, there are countless ones out there because it's in public domain and people do what they want with it. But you look at that again and the fact that people go, okay, we'll follow the script. Yeah. But have their own way of filming it, yeah. and even the two variations we watched, there were different twists and turns in it yeah, that weren't in the other one because it's there the, the input that was put in by the people that were involved. Yeah, which again I agree with you. The AI thing, I don't think it's going to be able to be it, at, at this present state because I know for a fact that someone's probably done a message and go, but AI, AI can learn. Yeah, fine, it could do twenty years from now. When someone actually creates an AI, AI that can learn, not just one that's following an algorithm, but it's this is at the moment it can't be done. I don't think so no. anymore. And I think the the big thing about it is for me, it's, it's like any, and I can I consider cinema to be uh, an art form, and I any art to me uh, for it to be for it to be considered art and for it to be. Um, considered to be I don't know if you can say good that's not right the right term but it needs to elicit an emotional response yeah and none of these films do uh, yeah I, I, I totally agree it's just it needs to it needs to have yeah that that sort of emotional even if it is just that sort of like the third one we watched safe zone even if it was just the script, the way that the script was written, yeah. you then can then interpret your feelings into the way that it's written, and and AI can't. It, it, it's going to be this is how what you need to say, yeah. not you need to say this and have the choke in your voice and have that sort of be able to understand the fact that when you're saying these things originally or when you're the, the humans in the town, they're going to be upset, they're going to be angry, they're going to be yeah, yeah. Um, funny, they're going to be. Whatever, it's just going to be, these are the words. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it, it's, you need to, it, I mean, somebody, I can't remember if it was an artist, I saw a thing on, on TV of an artist, and he was saying the worst thing that anyone could say to him about a piece of work that he created was it was all right. Yeah. 
said, I want you to have an emotional response to it. I want you to either love it or hate it. But I want you to have an emotional response to it. Yeah. It's, it's all right. It's not emotional. No, I, don't be wrong. Like we've, we've said before, and this is the fact that we know that this and everything else is an art form and everyone interprets art and differently. But this, I don't think, I, what you said, has that emotional bit in it for you to interpret it the way that human will. No. Is going to look at and go, that's a film. Yeah. Not like ones we've seen before where we go, that's an amazing film because yeah, it's yeah. just going to be, that's a film. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right, we've, we've, we've sat there and we've watched films from people that we've had interviews with, with whatever, and we've known that we can sit there and go, when they've had that idea that there was something going on in their life that helped them. For an AI, it's just this is the idea. It's no, no yeah. different really. It's just. Yeah. I think I think that's it. If there's no emotional input, there can't possibly be an emotional reaction. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's say, don't be wrong. I I like the fact that people are trying things with technology. I get the fact yeah. that people want to experiment, but I think that filmmaking. To a certain degree, I think that you can use certain things within AI to help. I but think, to a certain degree, it needs to have a human input. Yeah. I think it does need to have any human input. And I think the other thing for me is the fact that it's like, if, if all it's doing is taking things that have already been written or uh, created by other people, where's the creativity in this? Yeah, and the unique. All you're doing is you're putting in a thing that say, write me a write me a science fiction story about a family who have to, you know, or, or you know, the world's in, in world's going to end. They've got to go away, yeah. to, whatever. And it comes up with this script, which is taken from fifteen million other scripts it's read online, mm -hmm. and it creates characters and a backdrop and effects that it's, are taken from. 15 million other films it's found online, where's the cre actual creativity? Yeah, and at a certain time, the creativity and the unique in aspect to it. Like yeah. every film, every film, be it remaked, like redos, reboots, whatever, like copies or just absolute like sequels, whatever, every single one has got a uniqueness to it. Bearing like, yeah. even if one that's been done to like half a million times or whatever, Every yeah. single film has got their, their own uniqueness to it. Absolutely. And I don't think that AI is able to put that uniqueness in. No, absolutely. I agree completely. So there you go. That's it. AI is a waste of time. Don't bother with it. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to do a film, try it. Just honestly, that's the, but just as someone that enjoys watching films being good, good bad, terrible, whatever, as long as you try Someone's gonna like it. Someone's gonna go. I said, like we've we've seen on here before. There've been god awful films that we've watched. that have gone. It's a great start. Yeah, yeah. But we, you know, I mean, I just, I just think you can't beat people actually bouncing ideas off each other and and uh, yeah. and, and kind of like coming up with something between them. It just, it, it's, it's a an organic process, and you can't have an organic process. If everything's done by electronic, yeah, you know, 
computers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the organic computers, that's what we need. Um got organic computers, they're called plants. Actually, if you want to be really pretentious about it, we've got organic computers. They're called our brains. Called hum, human beings. They're called, they're called human brain cells. Human beings. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Um, so, I mean, by all means, check these films out for yourself and, and uh, look at the other films on on uh, YouTube that have been done by AI. And if you think we're wrong, if you think that, that AI is the future of the of the the, uh, the world of filmmaking, then let us know and see and and tell us why you think that. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean you'll be wrong, but tell us. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we, we would love to know your opinion. We 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 know it's AI generated, but we know we'd like to know your opinion. So having said that, um, this is the AI shutting down. No. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much, Scott, for your input and insights. All right, I'm glad, sort of glad that I got to watch these films this week. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I must very, it's, it's been very weird this season. We've, we've been all over the place now with all the films we've watched. Absolutely. It's not like we're running out of ideas or whatever. It's just it's it's getting to the point now where we're, we're sort of not, we're reaching the sort of everything we can do. And it's just, I like the fact that we're getting to that point. It's not just, this is what we're doing now. It's going to be two films and I think to them. It's the fact that we're doing short films, we're doing the comparisons and... Odd stuff. Odd stuff, yeah. Like this oh, podcast. We've got two weeks of fairly ordinary idea, two, two shorts and a feature film, but we are doing classic science fiction films for the next two weeks. Oh, Great. Classic science fiction films. Next week we have Day of the Triffids. Okay, I'll let you off that one. And then the week after we have This Island Earth. Mike, I might, we might have a guest for next week one because I want to try and convince Amy to do it because that way to watch Day of the Triffids at least because they sure understand why I keep blaming the Triffids for everything. Well, the next the next two weeks are all sci-fi because the two weeks after that will be our Halloween specials. The marathon that we're going to be doing with that. The marathon, yes, we have um, ten short films on each session. Yeah, not that we want to try and push ourselves even more. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um. And somewhere in the middle of that, we're actually going to be going to Romford to see uh, a Saturday night showing, well, oh. Saturday, a whole whole Saturday showing, rather, of John Carpenter films. Yes, I almost forgot about that. That is a very good thing. There's some good stuff on there, so that would be, be good fun. Uh, it's all John Carpenter stuff apart from one, which is Terrorvision. I don't think that's John Carpenter. No, it's not. Um so, yes, anyway, uh, thank you to everybody out there for listening, hearing, being, seeing, sneezing, grumping. Grumping. Docking. I'm trying to think of the seven dwarves and see if I could. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. Um, <sighs> oh dear. Problem is, all I can think of now is seven books. I like grumping. Grumping's quite good. I like that. I'm going. Yeah, I think I'm... Dockins could be used to something else, though, and I think he's known for something else. I'm going grumping. Um. Yeah. So yes, uh, thank you very much, and everything, and all that. And we will be back next week with uh, two short sci-fi films and the feature film. The day of the Triffids. Yeah. Until then. Bye. 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 The Cyphora Film Podcast. The Sci-Fora Film Podcast. It's a Thrave Productions podcast.